Rucham Aboim, welcome to this new topic of Yerucha. Sort of a continuation of the last topic of Ribbis Fundamentals, we now move to the more applicable cases of Ribbis in regard to Ribbis and Commerce. So we'll be going through various areas of Ribbis where they affect business. We'll be covering Psika, which is prepayments in general, Salbisal, which is borrowing commodities in exchange for commodities in return, the concepts of cash versus credit, having two prices for one who's ready to pay upon delivery in cash as opposed to one who wants to take it on credit, whether or not you can charge a higher price for that. Then we'll be followed by Tarsha, which is the opposite of Psika. Tarsha is when you provide merchandise on credit and you're charging a higher price because it's being given on credit, but you don't speak it out that way. It's just the forwarding of merchandise. And then the final two segments are going to be discussing finance and ribis, all the different areas where the business loans are being taken out by one partner or other partners, and where someone borrows from a non-Jew on his own responsibility and passes that on to another Jew using people's lines of credit and the like. So this first segment begins on page 8 in the booklet, the topic of psika, the topic of prepayments. So this is a Gemara in Ezum Neshech, in Bav Metziah, the Gemara begins is quoting a Mishnah, it says, You cannot set a price, establish a price for produce, meaning you're laying out the money now, and it's going to be provided later, until the Ziyotzer meaning there's already an established market price, which we'll go into later what's considered the established market price. Ziyotzer once the price is set, then you are allowed to prepay with the stipulation that it be delivered later, even, you know, months later, because the Mishnah gives a reason, So let's look at Rashi with the explanation of that. Rashi first says, You cannot set a price by giving someone, giving a, a merchant money, in exchange for a core of chitin, and you tell him, Tenele the saves Mangala, give it to me in, in, after an extended time. Even though the, you could get that amount for at that price currently, but still, it's not considered an established price. Until there's an established price across the markets that you can get this amount of produce for this price. Once it is Yatsahashar, then you're allowed to give it, even though this particular merchant does not have it in stock, because Afbi Shein she says, even though this particular merchant does not have it, Yesh Acher, there are other merchants that have it. This merchant is not seen as taking a loan now and repaying it later with produce, which may at that point be worth more, because technically he could have taken this money that he's getting right now, gone to another merchant bought the produce and delivered it. So even though that's not the deal we made up, we made up the deal that's going to be provided later, so we don't see a ribis payment, we don't see a money being laid out to be paid back later, even though the price goes up, because right now that's its value. He could easily have gone and gotten it from someone else and delivered it now, so therefore we don't see any ribis, we don't see any benefit being provided to the one who's laying out the money, because the moicher, the seller, could have gotten hold of that amount of produce and delivered it right now. So we go now to the next page, this is page 9. This is the Gemara and Bav Metziah Samach Gimel Beis. This is already the Amoyroim addressing the same issue. And what's striking is that they give a slightly different reason. Here's Gemara begins. Again, we're on page 9 of the booklet. It's Gemara Samach Gimel Beis Nezun Ashach. Rabbah Vervesif Damitir Vayu. 
Rabban and Vitzvah, they both explain, my time of Amr Rabban plays Galashar Vashavashok. They're coming to give a reason why the Mishnah allows to, pre, to prepay once the market price has been established. Because, even though the merchant himself does not have the produce in stock, it's permitted to Amr lay because the buyer, the one who's laying out the money, tells the merchant, Shkila Tivusech, Take your favor that you're doing for me, you go throw it upon the thorns. In other words, Maya Hanisli, what benefit did you grant for me? Did you grant me by accepting my money now to be delivering the produce later? Yehavali Zuzi Biyadi, had I kept the money for myself in my own hand, have Nino, Bashili, Bazula, I could have gone right now and gone to buy that same produce at this current price. I mean, at the current cheap price, so even though it goes up in price later, you didn't really do me any favors, because I could have gotten it myself and stored it myself. So the fact that you're delivering it later, even though the price has gone up and you're still giving it to me at the earlier price, that was no benefit being given to the one who laid out the money, because he could have done it himself. So what's striking here is that they're giving a reason that's kind of the opposite of what we saw earlier, the quote from the Mishnah. The Mishnah said that the seller could have bought it right away, and therefore there's no real benefit or loss to the seller because he could have gone and picked it up from elsewhere and delivered it to the to the buyer. Here, the Amoyroim are flipping it around. They're focusing on the buyer, and they're saying the buyer can tell the seller that you didn't, you didn't help me at all because I could have bought it myself. So the Akhreinim give various reasons for this. One specific one is that the Gemara, the Mishnah is giving the reason why it's not considered Ribbis de Eraisa, but it still would have been Aser as Ribbis de Rabbana, meaning the fact that the Meicher could have gotten it now, so therefore there's no loss to the Meicher, to the seller, that only removes the Ribbis de Eraisa, but as far as the buyer, it still would be considered Ribbis de Rabbanon if he'd be getting a benefit. That would be the, one of the cases of Ribbis Derach Mekach, Ribbis by way of commerce, where even though the seller is not losing, the seller slash borrower is not losing anything, but if the buyer slash lender is gaining, it would still be Asr Midra Bonon. So there we have the additional reason that the lender slash buyer is also not gaining anything because he could have bought it himself, and that removes the Ribbis Derach Bonon. The, the Gemara here, though, continues. And says, Omale Abayla of Yasef, Abayad tells of Yasef El Meata, if that reasoning is correct, that as soon as there's no benefit to the lender slash buyer, then it's permitted. El Meata Mutter Lulva Salbisa. It should be permitted to borrow commodity for a commodity, Mishun de Matsi Omale, because he can tell him, Shkilti Vusushadri, take any benefit that you claim to be giving me and throw it on the thorns. Because the Omerle, he'll tell him, would my would my um, would my wheat have spoiled in my storehouse? In other words, I could have bought it myself and stored it myself. The fact that I lent it to you shouldn't become Aser. What's this a reference to? So we're gonna discuss this later, but there's a separate Isser of Sabasa, which is the Rabban forbade borrowing volume for volume. You cannot borrow anything, any kind of commodity. Meaning anything that's not currency cannot be borrowed volume for volume. Sub is sub is the case, but it could be anything. It cannot be done pound for pound or measure for measure. We're worried that the price will go up in between the borrow, the lending and the repaying, and in which case it'll have the appearance of ribis. So the Gemara here is questioning, why should that be Aser? The lender can say, listen, had I kept it by me, nothing would have happened to it, so why? what benefit is there, if, even if the price does go up, you're not giving me any benefit, because I could have kept it by me, and it would have remained the same. 
To which the Gemara answers, Amalei told him, It's fundamentally different over there by Saba Saba, we're dealing with a loan. Over here, we're dealing with a sale. So this we discussed back in Ribbis Fundamentals, that the basic difference between a loan and a sale is that a loan is the same thing being returned. I give money and I get back money. I give fruit and I get back fruit. That idea, so that looks like a loan, as opposed to if it's a different item, at least this is the way the Chavistas explains, if I'm getting back a different item, I'm giving money, I'm getting back produce, I'm giving produce, I'm getting back money, that is halakhically a sale, it's not halakhically a loan, and therefore automatically it takes it out of the category of ribs de iraisa and moves it into the category of drabonon. So here we use these svaras that the lender didn't lose, it didn't gain, and the borrower didn't lose, so that would m- remove the iser of ribis durabonon, as opposed to sabasah, since you're dealing with a loan, there were more machmer, and even though there's no benefit, if we see a loan, and there's a potential benefit to the lender in case the price goes up, and it looks like ribis, that's going to be aser. So, wait a second, we're claiming that the, the lender, or, or buyer, was laying out the money now, was saying that you didn't benefit me because I could have bought it myself on the open market. Had he done, had he had to do that, he would have had to lay out money for the broker who's going to arrange the deal. So he is benefiting by this merchant taking his money up front and promising to deliver the goods later. So so the first tariffs of the Gemara, Avadabarava's tariffs, is that you're right. You do, I mean, Rava's tariffs, rather, is that you, you, you do have to learn that, you do have to pay the difference in price that it would have cost to pay for the broker, so that much he does have to pay the merchant as well, so he's not considered benefiting. Rav Ashi Omar, Rav Ashi Omar says that, very important, you said, Zuzi de Inchi, Inu Abdile Safsiruse, a person's money is the broker, meaning here that you're, de- you're not dealing with a standard exchange, you're dealing with one person who has the money, the other person is promising the produce in return, so it says the one who has the money, that provides the brokerage, meaning the people come to him, he doesn't usually have to be the one to pay the broker, since he's the one that is holding on to the funds, so he'll be covered regardless. We move now to the next page, page 10, we mentioned that the Mishnah and the Gemara seem to be giving opposing reasons, the Mishnah said a reason that we look at the seller's uh, la- the seller not being not losing anything because he could have bought it elsewhere. The Gemara used the uh, the looked at the buyer that the buyer didn't gain anything. Beis Yosef sort of mixes the two together. This is on page ten. The Beis Yosef is in Simon Kufai and Hey Neredeo. Tama Heter. The reason this is mutter that once the there's an established market price, it's permitted to lay out the money, even though you're not going to get any produce till later, and the price could potentially go up. The reason why it's permitted is the buyer tells the seller that you're not benefiting me at all. You take your favor and throw it onto the thorns. Had I kept the money myself, I could have gone and bought it myself at the time that it was cheap. Therefore, we look at it as if the meicher, the seller, went ahead and bought the tvua by himself from the hands of Lekech, and we see as if the Lekech already owned it, and it went up in his in his, in his his jurisdiction, means as if the buyer already owned it, and the price went up in his, in his when it's in his rishus. 
since it's being done by way of halva, by way of mekach and not by way of halva, so therefore we don't have to be machmer. So the Beis was clearly mixing the two reasons together. So just to clarify, to go back to page eight, Taisvis over there put in a clarification into the Gemara. The Gemara said the svara that the Meicher could have bought it. So Taisus added in over there on page eight. Taisus said the Afagav even though the seller did not actually give over any chitin, so he doesn't didn't buy the chitin yet, and he didn't give it over to the lekech. Still, If the seller would now try to back out, he would be he would be over the iser of mishapara. He'd be he'd be cursed by bezdin for going back on a deal once money was paid. So therefore it's as if the when if even if there is a price change, it's as if that benefit is being given to the buyer, not to the seller, because since he already gave money for it, now it's the it, the price change that, that is to his benefit is already it's happened within his own rishos. So the Basesiv is putting these two reasons together, saying the buyer didn't gain anything because it's as if he already owned it. And the seller didn't lose anything because he could have bought it, and so we see it immediately as having transferred into the possession of the buyer, and therefore any subsequent gains are his alone. So we move on to the Shulchan Aruch. Shulchan Aruch Paskins this halacha and Simon Kufay and Hey, this is page 11 in the booklet. Shulchan Aruch Paskins, Ein Paiskin, Alaperis, Sharshal Ayaris, you cannot prepay for goods or produce until the price has been established even though in the local, in the smaller cities you can get a more or less an established price but the cities are small enough they're not considered a big enough market to be considered stable you could be placing on the shah of the Medina which is the bigger the larger cities because that's already established once the the price has gone out across the Medina now you can start prepaying for goods. You can give money to a merchant and stipulate with him that he's going to provide you goods at that price throughout the year. Even if they'll go up at that time, it's not a problem. Even if the Meicher himself does not have any of those, does not have any of the produce right now in stock, still is permitted. Hagal says there are more. The Imrim, the person of Shash Shayaris, the Ramah is Makel and says you could use even the smaller Shar. The Ishel Hakal, but Isidar Abanan, you're allowed to be Makel because here we're dealing with Isidar Abanan, as the Shach explains in Sivkat and Gimel. Kiloim Radikim Derech Mekachememker, who ain't a Yelam Darabanan, we're dealing with Derech Mekachememker. So therefore, the entire Isidar is only Darabanan, and therefore it is permitted. The Shach over here explains the logic of Ain Paiskinal Paris. Looking in back on page eleven, the Shach Sukkan Aleph, he says, "Ain Paiskin why the Isser of Psikas Shazem Moizlik Adi B'Shalak Thomas Moiz." We see the merchant as giving him a cheaper price because he's paying up front. And Makabel Aleph Shemis Yakar Yidul Nebazilk Moshe He's accepting that even if the price goes up, he's still going to give him the cheaper price. On Moshe Altsa Shach Paiskin, once the Shach goes out, you can you could establish a price. There is no ribis here. Had I had the money in my hand, I could have gone to the market and bought it myself. So, since it's available on the open market, so we view it, this whole transaction, as if the seller went and bought it for him and he already gave it over to Lekech. Even though the price does subsequently go up, it's as if he went up in the Rishos of the Lekech. Okay, we will stop here.